Two friends taking pictures of the rising full moon on a summer night. Two teenage kids doing what teenage kids do. When a stranger with a gun and a death wish changed everything. It was violent, it was senseless, and I will never understand it, I will never accept it. I'm Amy Donaldson, and unfortunately, we're all too familiar with stories about how violence shatters lives. But what we rarely see is how they are rebuilt. In a new podcast, The Letter, we relive tragedy, but only so we can hear the rest of the story. The struggle to reclaim lives, the realities of grief, and the possibilities of forgiveness. I believe in miracles. Sometimes I thought, there are no miracles. Yeah, there are, and this is a big one. Follow The Letter at theletterpodcast.com or wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome back to the program. I'm Lee Lonsbury. This is Live Mike Bruce. Grateful to you for tuning in. Uh, we've got a, an exciting show planned for you today. We, of course, are, it's funny, I feel like a nerd uh, saying celebrating Super Tuesday, but that's the level of excitement that I'm feeling. I feel like we are celebrating something, and maybe we are. Uh, maybe it's this ability that you and I share to uh, cast a ballot, to participate in a process that selects our leaders. You know, that makes us relatively unique across the world. It's not every government, uh, and it's not every country that gets to enjoy a type of government like the one that you and I uh, are able to live with here in the United States of America. And so, you know, every once in a while, take a moment and, and remember uh, that we are in a relatively uh, unique position here as Americans. There's a lot uh, going on. In a, just a moment, we'll be speaking with Jeff Merchant, chairman of the Utah Democratic Party, to talk about some of the contests uh, taking place here in the state of Utah, namely among them uh, being the race for the presidential nomination by the Democratic Party. So much has happened over the past 24 hours in that race. And if I'm honest, uh, I predicted that we would have maybe seen an announcement early this morning. I was surprised that uh, neither Bernie Sanders nor Joe Biden made any type of announcement to change the course of of today. Uh, But hey, I'm not the uh, smart person in charge consulting uh, these political leaders. So what do I know? Uh, But Nonetheless, uh, there have been a number of changes. Uh, Joe Biden, of course, uh, racked up a good number of uh, endorsements just last night. Among them, Mayor Pete Buttigieg, Amy Klobuchar, who visited us here in Utah at the depot, depot uh, just yesterday. And did you, this is a silly little tangential thing, but uh, when I saw that she was appearing at the depot, uh, my last memory at the depot was maybe seven, eight years ago when I went to a Neil Diamond tribute band concert. And so as, uh, as I uh, saw uh, footage of her up there speaking. I was at the same time uh, remembering that great concert from a number of years ago. I want to make one invitation before we bring on uh, my guest, Jeff Merchant, chairman of the Utah Democratic Party. We, at the end of the of today's program, are going to do something uh, similar to uh, a segment that Doug and I used to do years ago when I was the producer of the Doug Wright Show. Uh, back then, we called it the Politicker. I, I don't exactly have a name for it now, uh, but we're going to work on it. Producing name, we're going to put our heads together and get a name for this thing. But we'll, what, I, what we're going to do is I'm going to give out the phone number, and I want you to call in and leave me a voice message. And I want you to take 15 seconds to make a pitch for your candidate, Uh, whoever uh, it is, uh, for whichever party, if they're running today and they are on the Utah primary ballot, I want you to make the case for that candidate. Here's the number, 801 
575-7668. That's the number I'd like you during the course of the program to call in and make a 15-second pitch for the candidate of your choice. At the end, uh, producer Amy's going to help me out, and we're going to compile all those and play them back to back to back. That's your chance uh, to unfiltered. Uh, well, I mean, if you use nasty language, of course, we're going to filter you. Uh, but uh, you call in, you speak nice and politely, make a case for your candidate. We'll play it on the air at the end of the program today. In the meantime, though, let me welcome to the program jeff merchant chairman of the utah democratic party sir how are you i'm great how are you lee i'm doing well uh i'm grateful to you for stepping away from your other activities of the day i know there's a lot going on i i know that uh, today's an important day and to help us understand it uh i am grateful for your time uh to start out i want to ask you about um uh, the, the delegates and how delegates are allotted. Today is a contest uh, for delegates. Would you please just explain to me as simply as you're able uh, the process uh, by which delegates are allotted? Sure. So the easiest way to describe it is that we have uh, 29 pledged delegates. That means these are delegates who are selected based on the proportion of the vote that each presidential candidate gets as long as they get more than 15%. So any candidate that has more than 15% will be allotted uh, delegates. Those delegates are allotted based on uh, two different factors. The first factor, in which most of the, um, most of the delegates are elected, are on a, on a congressional seat basis. So those are split up bef- between the four congressional districts. And then we have a number of at-large uh, delegates, and those delegates are selected based on a statewide proportion. I understand. Now, let me ask you this. Along those similar lines, we have heard, uh, in fact, during a conversation with KSL's own Boyd Matheson, that uh, former New York City Mayor Mike Bloomberg, uh, one of his uh, objectives is to lead us towards a brokered convention. W- what What's the role of these delegates uh, when faced with a, a brokered convention? Yeah, so the way that it's going to work is, as you recall, in 2016, there was a lot of upheaval in the Democratic Party as a result of uh, Bernie Sanders not getting the nomination because of these superdelegates. Superdelegates still exist in the Democratic Party, but they don't get a vote uh, in that first round uh, at the national convention. So what will happen is if no single candidate ends up with a majority of the delegates, then there will be a second vote. And in that second vote, all of those delegates, as well as the superdelegates, get to vote. So there are more people to get to vote in a second round. And in addition to that, uh, everybody's a free agent, so they can vote for whom they would like. In the in the space between, let's say there's a first round of voting, uh, that does not yield uh, a, a nominee the, there's a lead-up to the second round of voting, and there essentially uh, is a period of convincing and campaigning. What, what could or does that look like? Well, to be honest with you, um, it ha- we have not had a legitimate brokered convention in the Democratic Party since the 1950s. I mean, there's some arguments that there were a few others in between there, but the reality is that this kind of thing has not happened in a very, very long time, certainly not in my lifetime. And so uh, I'd love to tell you what it's likely, but I don't have any idea. (laughs) (laughs) You you think uh, Mayor Bloomberg can pull off uh, his objective of uh, leading us into a brokered convention on the Democrat side? 
Uh, you know, I think that he probably will. You know, look, here's the reality. Uh, you don't need to win a lot of delegates. You just need to win enough delegates, right? I mean, we've seen now with Joe Biden as the uh, what people are calling the more moderate side of the party are cons- right. consolidating, that he'll continue to get more and more, um, you know, delegates. The question sure. remains, is anybody going to get a majority of those delegates? And to be honest, I don't I don't see that happening. So uh, it could very well be that Michael Bloomberg ends up uh, third, fourth, fifth. I don't know in terms of actual delegates. But once you get to that second round, um, you know, then you're absolutely right. It right. comes down to the politicking, the campaigning yeah. and trying to get somebody to, to, you know, convince somebody to vote for you. Let me ask you this question. We're speaking with Jeff Merchant, chairman of the Utah Democratic Party. Uh, we spoke earlier with Derek Brown. Uh, I asked him the same question about a distinction between the two uh, primary elections here in the state of Utah, that being one of the Republicans and of the Democrats. The Republicans allow Republicans only to vote in their primary race. On the other hand, uh, you, sir, your party, you, your doors are open. You have an open uh, primary where uh, everyone is able to, to vote. Now, you can only vote in one of the two primaries. But let me ask you, what's the rationale for opening that up? Yeah, so from the Democratic Party's perspective, we allow for open voting because we uh, think that it's important to let everyone have an opportunity and a say. And our view is that uh, despite being a political party, we want as many people to engage in the political process as possible. So uh, we are completely open. When you say that we're a big tent, we really are. We allow for all sorts of viewpoints, all sorts of perspectives, and uh, we feel like that's the healthiest way to operate a party. Does that open you up to uh, certain vulnerabilities, uh, exploitation of the process? Uh, it may be uh, a bunch of Republicans who think, oh, you know what, on our side, this is a foregone conclusion. Why don't I put my vote to work and make my way over to the other party and cast my vote for someone who I know we can beat? Yeah, I mean, we hear that a lot. Uh, I think that there's always uh, a certain risk that something like that will happen. I just feel like that risk is very low. Uh, insofar as I know, there's no... Uh, you know, concerted effort to do that. I'm sure that there are a few Republicans that either want to have an alternative to Donald Trump, which is what a lot of the people I've talked to that are Republicans have said, or they want to vote for someone they think that Donald Trump can beat. And uh, if that's the case, then, you know, I I view that as an abuse of their of the franchise, but they they still have uh, the right to do that in our party. Yeah, and, and you make a good point. It would require a pretty uh, hefty, concerted effort to pull that off. And uh, and you and I, you know, kind of run in circles where if something like that was going on, we're going to know about it. And I haven't heard anything uh, along those lines. Yeah. So uh, I, I, think, I think you're probably free from exploitation this go around. Uh, let me ask you this. We've got about 30 seconds left. What uh, what advice to, do you have to, to members of your party and beyond today on this Super Tuesday? Well, I think that the number one thing is that this has been a very long, very hard-fought battle between a lot of different people. Uh, we have candidates out there that were voted for by our Democrats that, um, you know, aren't in the race anymore. And I think that one of the things that Utah prides itself on is its unity, and that's what we need to have as a Democratic Party. So whoever the person who is the nominee eventually, uh, we need to unify around them and, and really take on Donald Trump in 2020. 
Jeff Merchant, chairman of the Utah Democratic Party, speaking to us on this Super Tuesday, first in Utah's history that we participate in this day. Uh, sir, I'm grateful to you for your time. Best of luck today. Yeah, and thanks a lot, Lee. Have a great day. All right, thank you. Uh, we are broadcasting live from the Marmalade branch of the Salt Lake City uh, Library System. I'm Lee Lonsberry. This is Live Mike. In the next segment, we're talking to KSL's own Boyd Matheson, host of Inside Sources. This very morning, he spoke to former New York City Mayor Michael Bloomberg. We're going to get some insight on that conversation next on Live Mike. I'm Lee Lonsberry, and this is KSL News Radio.